0: This is episode two of The Melting Pot of Crime, Chris and Shanann Watts. Chris Chris Watts met in 2010 in North Carolina, where they're both from, after he sent her a phone request for Facebook. Well, they got married on November third, two 2012, and had two daughters, Bella, who was born on December 17, 2013, and Celeste, who went by CC, born on July 17, 2015. So, Shanann had lupus, and she was so excited that she was able to have a second child, let alone first. So, they moved to Colorado in 2015 after visiting and falling in love with the area, which is what Shanann said. So, on June 26, 2018, Shanann, Bella, Cece, and Frank Ruchek, who was Shanann's dad, went to North Carolina for six weeks. So, Chris and Shanann got into an argument while she was in North Carolina, because Chris' mother, Cindy, gave Cece an ice cream that had some things on it that she was allergic to. Shanann said something to Cindy about it, which started an argument. So Cindy ended up kicking Shanann out of the house. Shanann didn't invite Chris's parents, their names were Cindy and Rodney, to Cece's third birthday party. Shanann's best friend, Nicole, said his parents didn't go to their wedding because they didn't like Shanann, and it was probably because she can be bossy sometimes. So Chris also said his mother and sister didn't like her because they felt she had taken him away from them and moved him all the way to the other side of the country, to Colorado. So Chris flew out there on July 31st to North Carolina to meet up with Shanann and the kids to stay their last week together and he was going to fly back with them, back to um, Colorado. So when Shanann went to the airport with the girls to pick Chris up, he greeted the girls and gave Shanann a little kiss, like a little tiny little pet. They were apart for five and a half weeks by the time Chris got to North Carolina, and she was just, like, so upset that he barely touched her. Like, you're going for five and a half weeks from your wife, and, like, you don't even, like, you're barely even, like, acknowledging her. Yeah, I will be so upset, too. So Shanann texted her friend that she thinks he was getting sex from somewhere else because they still didn't have sex days into being back together um, while they were in North Carolina. So on August 13th, 2018, Shanann returned home. They lived at 2825 Saratoga Trail in Frederick, Colorado. So she was on a, a weekend business trip in Arizona. So she got back around 1.48 a.m. And she was shot off by her friend, Nicole. So this friend, Nicole, her name is spelled N-I-C-K-O-L-E. So I'm going to just say Nicole with a K when I'm referencing her. You'll find out who the other Nicole is. Um, so Chris stayed home with their daughters over the weekend. Nicole with a K texted Shannon at 8.55 a.m. Just wanted to see if you were Okay. No reply. She texted again at 921 AM. Let me know how your appointment goes. Again, no reply. So the appointment that she was referencing was Shannon had a um, an OBGYN appointment because she was fifteen weeks pregnant. So during like while she's texting, she's also calling her and Shanann isn't answering. So, at 11.46 a.m., she texted her, I'm very worried about you. I'm coming to your house. So, once um, she missed the business meeting, Nicole drove over to the house, to Shanae's house, around 12 o'clock noon. So, Shanae was answering the door, and she, and she called Chris, who was at work, and then she called the police, like, I need to do a welfare check because my friend isn't answering the door she's not answering my phone call she's not answering my texts um and she's pregnant so i need to know i need to make sure that she's okay so this was about 1 40 p.m so chris gave them permission to search the house when he got there so he drove to the house from work they saw the dog and the dog's name was Dieter, little dachshund um unharmed and shenan's purse and phone were there and Chris saw her wedding ring on the nightstand. So they went in the garage and saw that her car was still inside with the girls' car seats still in the back seat. So Chris said the last time he saw her was about 5 15 a.m. when he left for work. So outside the house, he was being interviewed by Denver news stations while investigators were inside with the search dogs. So they told him that he had to be at the house. He had to be out of the house while the dogs, like, sniffed around. Um, but he had to be out of the house because that could, like, mess up the investigation or whatever. So, while Chris was at the precinct being interrogated the next day, Detective Graham said he saw how much weight he lost and said, Usually, it's you cheated or you want to cheat. Because he went from 245 to about 185, 180. So, he's like, mmm... Like, you know how, like, when people lose weight like it sometimes it's like you either they're either doing it for themselves or for somebody else so at this point the detective's like mm, it could be either or so he um took a polygraph test and when the results came back there was this other lady that did the polygraph her name was detective lee so detective lee and graham They went back into the room with Chris and told him that, like, you just clearly failed it. Like, you just lied about everything. So, um, Chris was like, that he felt sick. So, Detective Lee was like, when you're holding something back or you're hiding something, your body becomes, like, physically sick. So, even at that point, he was still denying that he had anything to do with the disappearance of his wife and daughters. So, they said they already knew about his mistress, Nicole Kessinger. So, this one is Nicole with an H. So, it's N I C H O L. The way I remember it is H O because she's a hoe. Fucking. So, they didn't find it necessary to ask about her on the polygraph. Uh, Because, well, they already knew he was going to probably lie about that too. So, she was his co-worker that he met um, like at the beginning of June. So he asked if his father, Ronnie, could come into the room with him and they agreed. So he told his dad that he killed Shanann because he walked in on her killing Bella and Cece after they had an argument because he asked her for a divorce. So he said she smothered them so he had to do the same thing to her and that he couldn't protect her. Um, So they came back into the room, the two detectives, and asked them where the bodies were. And he said he took the three bodies to an oil site where he worked called Servi Ranch 319 owned by Anandarko Petroleum. So he pointed to an area of disturbed dirt that had like an S on it and said that was where Shenan is. And said the girls were in the two oil tanks that were um, that were close by. So he was fired by them the same day that he was arrested. So they were not playing no games. Like, "Mm mm-mm, we gotta go. So once Nicole, with an H, learned about the murders of his wife and daughters, um, she began cooperating with the police. So during their relationship, Nicole did a Google search, like, did people hate Amber Frey? So Amber Frey was the woman who Scott Peterson was cheating on his eight-month-pregnant wife, Lacey, with. So he killed Lacey on um, December twenty fourth, two thousand two. Colleen H claims that she didn't know that he was still in active marriage, but her search history that was looked after Chris was arrested. She was well aware of Shanann before the murders. So she she searched her name on September first, two thousand seventeen, and again in January of twenty eighteen. So in July of twenty eighteen, she searched man I'm having a affair with says he will leave his wife you knew, but whatever so she said the saturday before the murders um they went to the lazy dog cafe so he told shenan that he went to a colorado rockies game and when shenan checked their bank account she saw that he spent 63 dollars at the restaurant so she was like what'd you get he said salmon and a beer So she looked at the menu and saw that salmon and a beer would have only came up to like $30 or so. So she's wondering like where the other $30 is coming from. Like, all right, that's enough for two people. So she was like, hmm, okay. So Chris gave an account of what happened um, early that morning on the 13th when she died. So he said she got into bed when she got home from the trip and they had sex after she rubbed her hand on him. So when they woke up hours later, he told her he didn't think their marriage was going to work out anymore. Well, so she's confused. Like, so what was that last night? Like, what, what what happened in between these last few hours while we were sleeping? So she said that she knew that there was someone else, he said he couldn't just admit to it, like, he couldn't just blatantly say, yes, there is someone else, well, why the fuck not, like, you already had an argument and saying that you don't think the marriage is going to work out anymore, like, you might as well give her a reason, like, it's not just, like, y'all just, like, drifted apart or whatever, no, you found somebody else, but whatever, so, um, she told him he'd never see the kids again and that's when Chris told her that he didn't love her anymore so she told him to get off of her so they asked him what the detectives asked him what he what she was saying and Chris was like that she wasn't fighting as he was choking her smothering her so Bella the four-year-old walked in with her little pink blanket and asked what's wrong with mommy so he wrapped shenan in the bed sheet and put her on the floor in the back seat of his truck and then he put bella and cc in the back seat and so they're seeing their mother wrapped up in a bed sheet on the floor in front of them and was like is mommy okay so he told them she'll be fine (sighs) just that part alone like stressed me out <laughs> like <laughs> well anyway so when they got there about 45 minutes to an hour later he smothered cc first the younger daughter so when he went to smother bella she yelled daddy no once he disposed of their bodies he called the girls school and unenrolled them then he called a realtor to talk about selling the house and basically like they he was just taking the next steps like as if he didn't just kill his wife and daughters um so as far as i know uh it says that nicole with an h like she's under the witness protection program and she's living under a different name not exactly sure how true that is but so law enforcement um Officials found the girls' bodies in the oil tanks and Shannon's in that shallow grave with an S on it, like, 100 yards away. So it took them 14 hours to get Bella and Cece's bodies out of the tanks because the hatches, like, the openings at the top were so small. So that means that he had to, like, shove their bodies in to get them to fit. Like, granted, they were only, like, four and three years old, but... It was only, like, eight, like, eight and a half inches wide, like, the hole to the opening. That's, any body is bigger than that. So, he um, was charged with four counts of first-degree murder on August 21st. So, the four counts was Shanann, their unborn son, who they were going to name Nico, Bella, and Cece. He was denied bail at his first hearing, and at a later hearing, he was given a bail of $5 million, with a required 15% to be paid in order to be released. So even though he pled guilty on November 6th, her parents um, they didn't seek the death penalty because her mother, Sandy, didn't want any more deaths. During Chris's trial, um, Frank, who was Shanann's dad, said he still believes that Chris killed Shanann in her sleep because she was always a fighter and he didn't have any scratches or anything like him. Which, honestly, I believe the same thing. Because there's no way she's just going to be just laying there. If he kills her in the bed, there's no way that she's just going to be laying there, not saying anything, not trying to like fight him off. Unless she was sleeping, so he caught her off guard. That's what I feel. Obviously, Chris is just gonna lie because he's been lying the whole time to everybody. But so while he was in prison, he was corresponding with this author named Sherlyn Cadle. So he wrote to her that he'd been thinking about killing Shenan for weeks before he actually did. So we don't know if it was solely because of Nicole or if there were other reasons, but I think obviously it was because of Nicole. So he said that he would daydream about killing her like while they were arguing. So like he would days out and daydream about killing her and then just like snap back to reality. So he also admitted that he gave her Oxycontin in an attempt to end her pregnancy early. Um, so he was sentenced to four life sentences on November 19th, 2018, and he got an additional 48 years for an unlawful termination of pregnancy. i so fucking lonely. Like, you not only killed your two living kids, but you killed your unborn son. Like, I think Shanann said that, like, he wanted a boy, so he got your boy, and... Like what? So I like this man is just like scum of the earth. Like I don't understand how people can kill their own kids, let alone any kid. Like you created this life and you you just gonna take it away for some side bitch that how are you not even going to be in up with anyway? But whatever. So, um, and he also got 36 years for three counts of tampering with a deceased body. Um, so on December 5th, 2018, he was relocated to Dodge Correctional Institution, which is a maximum security prison in Wampum, Wisconsin, due to security concerns where he's a janitor. So security concerns, I feel like that was because, like, people were probably trying to beat him up or kill him or whatever. Because in prison, like, anybody that kills or hurts kids, like, you're at the bottom. Like, you are looked down upon. So that is episode two on Chris and Shannon Watts. I feel like he should be thrown under the jail. Throw away the key. Do not let that man ever out. I don't even feel like he should be out there before parole. I feel like that post in the bail, like he shouldn't even have bail because he did the unthinkable. Let me know how y'all feel about this episode also let me know if you have anybody in mind you want me to cover i honestly i only like like the closed cases where we know who did it we know what happened because i hate having questions that i can't answer myself so yeah let me know who y'all want me to cover bye